Hello folks and welcome to the Nerd One Podcast. I'm your host Vincent. In today's show, we're doing a full season review of WandaVision. So sit down, buckle up, we're going to nerd out. You are now entering the Spoiler Zone. So I recently published a episode kind of going over the series finale of WandaVision, teasing that I would do a full review for the season. I got some positive reviews all about that, so let's review the season. So my overall thought on the season is that it was good, but it was good when I was binged all together because Go on the week by week, because I literally watched this the day it came out, or sometimes the night, you know, the wee hours of the morning when it came out. Go on West Coast. Um, but when it came out week by week, it was something that, it was a fun little rip on sitcoms back in the day, of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and now. There's 90s now. I'm getting old. But it didn't really feel too Marvel-ish, if that makes sense. I mean, you got the little, you know, bits and pieces here and there, the Easter eggs that you can kind of see, but I feel that, <clears throat> sorry, I feel that this entire series worked together as a binge. So, like, basically the day before the series finale came out, I ran through episodes one through eight, easy enough because it was from half an hour, 30, 30 to 40 minutes. So it wasn't that hard to do. But it was really when it all came together, episode after episode, is when it really felt like it was better. So if you're someone who started the series episode after episode one and two, you're like, this is dumb. It kind of faded out. No, binge it all. It actually, it fits so much better when it's all pieced together, you know, after another. Instead of, like, you know, pieced out. Um, I'm really enjoying Marvel giving more spotlights to lesser-known characters. Like, um, I mean, the biggest one to come out of this would be uh, Monica Rambeau, or, as you know, in the comics of Photon. I mean, she was a very little-known character, you know, up to this point. Now, she has a solid staple in the MCU. She's on her way to outer space to, you know, hang out with Nick Fury and or Captain Marvel. But they also brought in, you know, the twin boys, uh, who are technically Wiccan in speed in the comics. And we'll see what their future lies on now. Because if you're listening to this, and we had the warning in the beginning... Um, yeah, you know, we, we all know they're coming back. They'll probably come back in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, because at the end of the, se- of the series, we got that little, you know, posting, post-credit scene where, you know, you can see Wanda in her astral form, you know, reading the, reading the Darkhold, 
and she can hear the boys' voices. Um, I like how they finally brought in Sword to this. Because Sword has existed for so long in the Marvel Universe, it seems like it maybe has taken over uh, for what S.H.I.E.L.D. used to be. And granted, I know that, yes, S.H.I.E.L.D. still exists in the Marvel Universe, Marvel Universe or the MCU, but it's not as big of a problem. No, sorry, not as big of a entity as it used to be. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. was there. S.H.I.E.L.D. was it. And then, as we all know, because we're all you know loyal MCU fans, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. came down when, um, sorry, Black Widow brought it down. Sorry, I had a brain fart there for a second after giving that rousing oomph. So, S.H.I.E.L.D. came apart because, you know, Black Widow leaked everything out to the world, all its, you know, deep dark secrets, and basically it dissolved itself because it was mostly Hydra agents inside there anyways. Um, from there, I was, I was one of those guys that said, when is Mephisto going to show up? Because for those who don't know, Mephisto, okay, fractures of Mephisto's soul created the boys, the twins in the comic books. So having them being born, you know, doing what they can do, it really felt like hey, they might be setting him, setting them up. And when it came to episode 79, I got a little more, uh, had a discussion with, with someone about who else it might be. And they're throwing in, you know, different dark demons that could be, you know, behind all this. It just ended up being Ag Agatha, you know, doing her own thing. Which is still cool. Still love the fight in the end. It was a very powerhouse fight. It went great. Love the Visions fight. Yeah, that went great. Especially when Vision became more Vision-ish than he's ever been in this whole entire series. Logical, thoughtful, thinking kind of Vision. Not that kind of kooky dad that he's been in this entire series. Um, still disappointed that the, you know, Evan Peters, you know, Quicksilver didn't pay off. Yeah, he had the powers. He had the Super Halloween episode. He, you know, had the super speed. He had a version of memories that Wanda had. But when he came out to be just some guy named Ralph Boner, it was, it was, it was a little disappointing, to be honest. I wanted to be the, you know, multiverse crossover that we were all hoping for. I mean, even if it was done accidentally, you know, Wanda accidentally fractured realities and he was able to get through because of super speed. I would have, I would have taken that. Um, you know, really look, looking forward to, to Doctor Strange 2 because of the series. I mean, it really feels like this series you know, threw open the door for phase four, which I I think was that's what Marvel's going for. Granted, next up we do have uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, which you know we'll see how that plays into phase four as well. 
Then we got the Loki series going on, and really a lot of series under development right now. We got a She-Hulk, a Moon Knight, um, a F uh, Fury series. I mean, there's so many coming out for Disney Plus that I mean, it seems like that's going to be the home for Marvel. You know, at least for the Marvel shows for a long time. And who knows? Maybe Marvel movies. And if Disney, you're listening right now, which I'd wonder why you listen to my podcast, please launch Black Widow on the Disney Plus. It's been over a year now since it's supposed to come to theaters. Let the audience have it. I mean, I'll pay your $19.99 or $29.95 premium access fee. I mean, I did it for two movies already. What's one more? Besides, this one probably really enjoy a lot, a lot more. Um. You know, one thing I really enjoy that they did as well, you know, for the series, is as it progressed when, you know, they kind of explained, I mean, okay, if you're a TV buff, you probably understood each episode reference to the decade or to the TV shows it was kind of pulling off or ripping off. I mean, there's the Dick Van Dyke show, Lucy, um, I Love Lucy, Malcolm Middle, Brady Bunch, um... So there's quite a few in there, but they literally came out and showed you like, hey, here's why they're going through the decades with Wanda seeing kind of the DVDs her dad was trying to sell, you know, during one of the flashbacks. Um, I know uh, I saw a lot online for a lot of people saying, giving backlash that it was kind of dumb, but I really liked how they gave, gave Wanda more of a backstory. You know, having her progress through the traumatic parts of her life really gave her more depth, I will say. Because, you know, at first, you know, in Age of Ultron, she's just a Sokovian who'd been wronged by Tony Stark, um, got powers because of, you know, the Mind Stone. That was it. But now we know that she's always had the powers, kind of just you know, dormant inside of her. She had a little bit of contact with it because as Agatha said, Agatha said, she was able to do a probability hex on the Stark missile that landed right in front of him to prevent it from going off. So even the missile got some background to this. But, you know, just kind of seeing that, I would, another kicker for me is that, you know, I wanted to see Pietro's backstory too. Granted, this was Wanda Vision, but I would like to kind of gotten some sort of hey, you know, Pietro got his powers, you know, same thing. They were kind of limited and then Mindstone kind of exploded them. I don't think it could have just said that, hey, he's already he's always had these. They've just kind of grown as he's grown. That would have been fine too. Um but beyond that I mean, like I said, overall, I thought the series was good. It felt solid. Is it the best thing Marvel's ever done? No. Is it the worst they've ever done? No. But, I mean, it's good. And that's all I'm going to say. It was good. It's worth watching. Like I said, binge it. Don't piece it out. Just take a good two and a half, three hours of your day. Binge it through. Uh, second half of the episode, so episode... Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, do have post-credit scenes, so watch out for those. First four, don't. 
I'm not sure why there's 10 minutes of credits, but I think they're crediting the different languages that the show's done in. But definitely the highest, you know, for me, rated episodes were, of course, the series finale and the Halloween episode. Like I said, it was good. Can't wait for uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, especially Loki. Really looking forward to the Marvel TV train to get going. It's already gotten a good push off the tracks. Let's speed up some more. Folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent. This is the Nerd One Podcast. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd One Five. We're still doing Instagram and Facebook at Nerd One Podcast. We're also on podpage.com forward slash nerd one. That's where you can find anything for Nerd One, from our episodes to support and all that. But until next time, wash your hands, stay clean. We'll talk to you soon and have a great day. And we'll see you later.